Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezia Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. So this week on the podcast, I am giving you a bit of a mental health update from me about what has been working, what has not been working for me in the last couple of months as I've been focused on supporting my own mental well-being. So if you need a bit of a recap, a couple of episodes ago, I did a little series on holistic and natural approaches to dealing with anxiety and depression. And I shared those things with you because I was also walking and applying those things into my own life. So I thought it might be helpful to do a bit of an update in terms of what do I feel like has been working, what's been helping, and just a bit of a general life update from me in terms of my own mental health. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, then you can head back into um, keziahall.com, just search mental health in the little search box, and those should pop up. And I'll also put links to those in the show notes as well. So you can learn all the different holistic and natural ways to supporting your mental health, whether or not you also take a conventional route as well. So a lot of the things I share are things you can do alongside medication and other treatments. It's not either or, it's all about you feeling good and whatever that takes, I am so here for. So that is what we are looking at today, but thank you so much for joining me here on The Gut Goddess Show. If you listen regularly or if you're new, I'm so glad that you're here and please share this with your friends. Take a screenshot, send it over WhatsApp, send an email, let someone know. I would love for more people to hear about this podcast Um, because hopefully, I'm hoping, it's a really helpful resource for you. Um, Also, if you didn't know, I have recently upgraded my um, Gut Goddess quiz, which is a holistic online health assessment that you can do right now that's going to give you some bespoke and tailored advice on where you're at and where you're headed. So if you haven't done that, you can go to keziahall.com forward slash quiz. Also, if you would like to work with me, then I offer free clarity calls each and every week and I do have space for new clients right now. So I work with clients in my three-month program, which is completely personalized and bespoke program. And I am taking on three new clients for this program and I would love to work with you. So if you want to find out more about that, the best thing to do is to book a call, book a clarity call with me. They don't commit you to anything, but they're just a way that we can start to chat. And I would love to speak with you. Okay. Otherwise, let's dive in with today's show. So a bit of an update from me. What has been working? What's not been working when it comes to my own mental well-being? So I want to give you a bit of an update here. So as I shared, I think it was probably in February, March time, I had been struggling with my own mental health, probably more around anxiety for... Uh, probably about four months on the run up to that. Now, anxiety is something I've experienced uh, since I can remember, to be honest, since a young child. And um, depression is something that I haven't, wasn't something I was experiencing that much at the moment. That was more of a historic on and off. I've had a couple of more depressive episodes, um, but that's not a more regular part of my life. Anxious experiencing anxiety is more something that's regular. And I really saw that ramp up and I could tell why that was and what triggered it off. So I was really 
focused on how can I support my mental health? And that's why I shared those series and episodes with you. So this is a bit of an update, a follow on from that. So do make sure you go and listen to those. Um, But I was really aware when it comes to my mental health, yes, there can be circumstances and sometimes we can't control those circumstances. Sometimes we can. But there's actually so much that we can do to support our mental health. So some of the key foundations, just to recap you on those, are supporting your gut health, um, supporting your insulin management, and then also key nutrients, key minerals, vitamins, these kinds of things that can also really help with your brain. So I'm going to dive into a couple of things that I did. And again, this isn't a prescription for you because you're really different from me. But hopefully this can really inspire and um, just inspire you at how what is possible for you and your mental well-being. So one of the first things that I did was ran some blood work. So as a holistic nutritionist and coach, I run lab tests with my clients all the time because it just saves you so much time. And it's a really helpful, really quantitative place to start. Now, sometimes blood test results might come back as normal, but there's still information that you can glean that I glean as my client's holistic nutritionist. So I did this for myself, took myself on as a client, ran some blood work because I know historically I've been low in things like vitamin D, folate, all of these kind of things that can really affect your mental health. So a really practical place to start was just figuring out, getting some basic blood work done. Also last year I had ran a gut test. So I already had a good idea of what was happening in my gut. So I knew that I'd already done some of the gut work around supporting my mental health. So um, that I'd already done last year, but I hadn't run any blood work since before I got pregnant with my twins. So it was well overdue. So I ran that, which was really helpful. The main thing that just came up that was out of balance was really low B12, which is surprising and interesting. I have been eating less meat in the last probably six months than I normally do or have done in the past. I've probably been eating less meat than I would have done in the past and probably the last year or even maybe since having my twins. Not intentionally, not deliberately. Some of it's just food budget and just life um, and what's easy to cook. So my B12 was a little bit low, which was surprising, but also made so much sense. And as soon as I started supplementing with B12 to begin with, and also focusing on eating more red meat quality, um, red meat, I actually did notice quite a difference within a couple of weeks of just like, oh, okay, my brain is just feeling a little bit happier. So just want to encourage you, if you're struggling with your mental health, get some tests done. If you struggle with bloating, IBS, any gut issues, any poop issues, reflux, these kind of things, and you struggle with your mental health, get your gut tested. Come and work with me and we can work on your gut. It really plays a huge role. A lot of your neurotransmitters are made in your gut and fulfill functions in your gut as well as in your brain. So it's really important that there isn't lots of inflammation going on in your gut, but also key key nutrients are required. So we think about B12, you getting B12 into your system is dependent on two things. A, you eating it. Eating food where it has lots of it in is important, but also your ability to digest it. Just because you're eating foods that have B12 and doesn't mean you're digesting them very well. So it's really, really important. So that's one of the things I did and that I feel like it's been really helping. And I also just started taking a good quality. As part of that, I just started taking a good quality B12, uh, 
sorry, multivitamin as well, um, to help just cover all the bases because I took some um, prenatals and postnatal multivitamins after I had the girls and was breastfeeding and for a good probably six months after I gave birth to them, but I'm roughly about two years postpartum. So it kind of, I probably still potentially have some nutrient depletions and just general postpartum depletions even two years after. And FYI, I work with people where I can see they're still in this postpartum depletion many years after. Like I'm talking three, four, five, seven, eight years after they've had their kids, especially if they've had two, three, four children, and they're still depleted from those pregnancies many years afterwards. So just to encourage you, even if you're like I had my kids six years ago, you could still be really depleted. Making humans from scratch with your body and housing them with your body and then birthing them with your body and then potentially feeding them and keeping them awake and sustaining them with your body just uses up so many nutrients and it can leave you really depleted. And I have been really intentional about repleting these nutrients because it's my job and I know about it and it's easy and it's second nature for me. But for a lot of, and I can still, I still had that low level. So it's really, really important. Um, it's a bit of a side note, but it's so important that you focus on repleting nutrients after pregnancy, birth, miscarriage, all of these kind of things. So that was the first thing. One of the first things I did, which was really helpful, um, blood tests, saw low B12, those kind of things. My vitamin D levels, my folate levels, they were all looking good. Other markers were generally looking good, even by my standards, which was helpful. So that was helpful. The next thing was I really took a good assessment and reflection on my life and my work and what I was doing and what was bringing me joy and how much hours I was spending. All of these things as well. It's so, you know, I just talk about B12 and all these geeky things, but we also really need to look how are we living our lives? What are our boundaries? What are our work hours? What's bringing us joy? Do you like your job? Do you not like your job? Are you in a relationship that makes you happy? Are you not? All of these things. That's why I call myself a holistic nutritionist. Yes, you need B12 if you're low. Yes, you need zinc, B6, all the, and we've got to get that sorted. We've got to get your gut sorted. We've got to get your hormones sorted. But an unhappy relationship is going to affect all of those things. Uh, a job that you hate is going to affect all of those things. So it's really, really important that you have a, a, a look and assessment. That's what I did. And I changed a couple of things up with my work life in terms of um, changing my hours a little bit um, and really thinking about what would bring me more joy in terms of working because I love working and my work actually, I, I noticed, really helps my mental health, which is great. My, my work, doing this podcast, doing the work as, that I do really supports my mental health, probably 70% of the time, it really helps. So I really looked at, okay, how could I expand this and make more of this, which is exciting. So as a part of that, I started a new um, contract working with a charity as a nutritional therapist, helping them with some of their marketing and communications, which is exciting. And that really felt very random, not anything that I'd planned into. It's not my full-time job by any means. This business is one of my main focuses, but I'm doing that for a couple of hours a week and it's just been really helpful for my mind, A, to be 
having something that's a bigger impact. Impacts are really important to me. And I really like, the reason I do what I do is to help people. And I love to have that bigger impact. I've always worked with charities, for charities, most of my working life. So I think I'd kind of been missing that of just helping more people essentially. And then also not being the person leading the ship. I think I realized I was a bit tired of basically working full time, leading this business. It's actually been really nice to, and I think it will be really nice to help someone else with their vision. Um, so that's very exciting. I'm excited to be doing that. And I also took some time off with work as well. And I reduced my hours and focused more on looking after myself a little bit on certain days, especially. So that has really helped. Another thing, another supplement that has really helped me that I know helps me, but I totally forgot about is St. John's wort. So I was wondering if I should go to the doctor and maybe try some medications out, some SSRIs and those kinds of things. Um, but from the research I've done, those medications don't make sense to me. I'm not a pharmacist, but a lot of those medications, there's not actually lots of research that they help in any way. And some of the side effects of those medications are things like suicidal ideation and um, a lot of side effects that I'm going on the medication to get rid of. Not that I have suicidal ideation, but it's like anxiety and bloating, these kind of things. Anyway, so I'm not that convinced from research that they are really that helpful, although I'm really open to trying them if I needed to, really was. Like I try not to be um, very harsh and judgmental. I'm really open to that more intuitive leading of what my body needs. Anyway, but I thought, okay, before I do that, I'll run some labs. I'll try a couple of other things out. And then if I need to, I can go to the doctors and try it out. Like win-win, I've got nothing to lose here. Um, so I started taking St. John's water again, which I've taken in the past and I took regularly after having the girls just to help ward away any postpartum depression, those kind of things, which I thought based on my history, based on my own knowing of myself, I was would be susceptible to. And that, I forgot how much that helps. That has been so helpful for me. I take it twice a day, really just helps bump up my mood. And I've really noticed that making a big difference. So a couple of things, not everyone can say, take St. John's War. If you basically are on any other prescribed medication at all, do not take it. You just can't take it. I luckily don't have any medications that I take at all that are prescribed. Um, and I don't, and I can check the interaction interactions. I don't have any, so I can take it, but I really wouldn't recommend you just go out there and bosh it down without thinking it through. Other countries, places like Germany, use it a lot more regularly to help mental health issues. And there is some good peer-reviewed studies that show that people find St. John's wort to be as equally, if not more effective than regular SSRI medications with less of the side effects. So when I read that, because in true Kezia fashion, I obviously did some research around it. When I read some of those peer-reviewed things, I was like, oh, okay, I really need to get back on this. And I found it really helpful. So that's been really useful. I've also prioritized moving, running, and um, running and exercise, I just think is so good for your mental health. Often I wake up feeling very anxious sometimes, especially I sometimes struggle with nightmares and bad dreams based on past trauma, blah, blah, blah. And I uh, find just getting up and running or exercising really helps to just clear through all of that. So I've been doing more of that. I'm training for a half marathon. I really want to do um, this like fell race, which is like a half marathon up a mountain range <laughs> in July. So I, I'm hoping I'll be able to do that. We'll see. Depending on injuries, I still have some like birth 
um, stuff to deal with like some pelvic floor weakness or I don't actually know. It's not like weakness in the typical sense of like any incontinence. It just, I don't know, having, I've had three babies. <laughs> I don't know if all the muscles there are all totally fine. I've been really good so far. It's just as I increase the mileage, I'm not quite sure. So anyway, if you <laughs> know about these things, that's why pelvic floor physios were invented. FYI whether you've had a baby, whether you've not. I was actually chatting with someone who really struggled with um, a client who'd struggled, had a couple of clients have struggled actually with vaginismus. I can't say that very well. And I always recommend them, and some of them haven't had kids, to go to a pelvic floor physio. Go to a pelvic floor physio if you've had kids, if you've not had kids, if you have any pain during sex, really helpful. Again, total side note, but useful. So exercising outside has been so helpful. Also making sure I'm eating good, more protein. It's like some meat to help with that B12, but also just in general protein and also carbs because I've been ramping up my activity a little bit and just generally having more time outside. And some of it, I think also some of what's probably helped is the change of season for sure. Like spring coming, I love cherry blossom trees. Looking at a cherry blossom tree brings me so much joy. Daffodils bring me joy. I can now go wild swimming in the evening again once my kids are in bed because it's light. All of these things massively help. Um, and also the last thing I'll say that I noticed really helps and it might also be worth you thinking about for your own life is that when I when my partner asked me, what do you really need? You know, you're struggling, what what could help? What do you need? And the thing that I found that I needed the most, especially having a busy life and having jobs that I really enjoyed and three young kids and all of this great stuff that I really love, but what I really needed was space and time. And so that's time outside, time to run. And that has actually been um, a bit difficult because there is this idea that we need to do everything, that I need to do everything and actually asking my partner to take on more, to really share that mother load, like a clean split down the middle or even ask him to do more than his fair share and just leaning into that for a season. Also getting more childcare because when you have kids, time and space is often what you pay for, to be honest. I don't have family that look after my kids every week or any commitments like that. So if I want time and space, there's two ways I get it. One, my kids are in bed by seven o'clock. That's what happens. So evenings, I have at least two or three hours, can be alone or can be doing stuff. So that's the first thing and you don't have to pay for that. But I have created and sleep trained my children to be asleep at seven o'clock <laughs> and have done that since the girls were actually, the twins were very small, four because I knew I needed it for my mental health. And the next thing obviously is childcare and paying for that. Um, but also you, you could not pay for that as well. If you have family, if you do childcare swaps, there's lots of creative ways around that. But time and space has been so helpful to journal, to meditate, to walk, to cry, to go to therapy, all of these kinds of things. Because I've also been doing therapy every week, but that's not a new thing. I've been doing that for ages. <laughs> so I hope this has been helpful. I know this isn't the usual podcast of giving you strategic things, but I wanted to give you a bit of an update and also hopefully inspire you that A, things can change and that when it comes to your mental health, just like with your periods and with your IBS and with your belly and your energy, 
With your mental health, there's actually lots you can do to support your brain. I know when we think of anxiety, we think of depression, we think of these emotions which feel really disconnected from our bodies, but your emotions are really the result of your biochemistry and your brain. And and while you might not be able to fix every single thing, there's so much that you can do to support your brain, to support your neurotransmitters, really to support this balance and equilibrium from nutrients, from gut health, from geeky things to lifestyle things there's so much that you can do. So if you are struggling with this, then come and work with me, book in your free clarity call. I offer two of these free a week at keziahall.com forward slash book. We can chat more about it, but I really hope that this helps. And just know that wherever you are right now, things can get better. Your symptoms can get better. They can improve. As a holistic nutritionist, I've seen this time and time and time again in my own body and in the hundreds of clients that I've worked with. So I would love to help if that feels right. Otherwise, thank you for joining me and I will see you next week for the podcast. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please head over to iTunes and subscribe there. And while you're there, leave a rating and review so more people can hear about this. And if you want more support from me, if you want some more personalized and bespoke support, then make sure you do the gut goddess quiz. You can go to keziahall.com forward slash quiz and it's a bit of a mini holistic health assessment where you can start to get an idea of where to begin. So if you're struggling with a whole host of symptoms and you're not really sure what they mean and you're not really sure where to begin, what to eat, where to focus on, what to believe, what action to take, the gut goddess quiz is for you. I will assess some of your symptoms and then you'll get sent some bespoke support via email and we can connect there if you want to. So that's keziahall.com forward slash quiz, keziahall.com forward slash quiz.